right, friends, family, team, season 12, episode 4. And the guest who brought us 40% increase in listeners is back on this week. And he's just one of the fellas this week. He gets to chat with us. Jim Giovannis is back on. We're going to talk a little hoops. We're going to talk a little ball. We're going to talk a little football. And, of course, we're going to talk a little bears. And, Brady, what do you have for us this week as well? A bewilderment. Uh-oh, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family. It's a washed up podcast. Come on and let's get it. You can come get me. I'm in the all right coach geo welcome back on great to be here thanks for having me again as pat uh, prefaced before 40 percent Increase in listeners, and first of all, thank you for that. Hey, everyone Shout everyone out. can go from 10 listeners to 14. It's not that hard. <laughs> Is that 40%? I think so. <laughs> That's really good, man. Yeah. Dreams do happen. All right, well, my next question's already answered. Has it gone to your head? <laughs> um, when I got my Spotify wrap-up last week, and you guys were my number one podcast listened to. Thank you. I oh, yeah. texted Pat right away, and I said, I've been busted on how many times I've listened to my own episode oh it's 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 cool when you hear your voice like that you're like holy shit this is awesome no but also it was cool because it was my number one um podcast listened to and i I was surprised by that but i also because i had uh back surgery in september so i had nothing but time so i would walk around and listen to you guys all day so i i I listened to the cap interview full i listened to the eddie interview pat's back from the wedding stuff i mean there's some really good content out there so no i I, i'm a big fan you guys turned me into a big fan Oh, that's Thank awesome you. To hear. That's yeah. why I can't post mine because <laughs> it's all the only podcast I listen to, and I do genuinely enjoy it. But like, if I posted, it, people would be like, "What a narcissist! <laughs> yeah, what a psychopath!" I'm like, you guys already know I'm. Well, a this is this was my first podcast I ever did as well, so I was pretty proud of it. Not like walking out of here, of course. When I walked in, I was super nervous, not knowing what to expect. But walking out, I thought the finished product was pretty good. And the feedback I got on it from my friends and my family and my, you know, I'm still on Facebook, so I'm almost fifty. You know, people were like, we're, we're loving it. Great. They were loving Thank you. And like, even a couple of weeks ago, I was at uh, a friend's house for like a friend's giving it. And one of the, the little kids, he's like in seventh grade, is like, remember on your podcast? I'm like, you listen to my podcast? <laughs> You're in seventh grade. And I apologize for the language. You probably shouldn't have listened to my podcast. So, yeah. So. We do got to figure out a yeah. beat button because I got in trouble as well. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. Where'd you get in trouble from? Uh, Pet's mom. <laughs> Don't, you can't. Carol I actually saw out her out the other night and I was like, sorry about the F bombs. And she was like, kind of like cool about it. But also, like, yeah, watch it. I was like, oh, shoot. Well, go, oh. Going into my second episode here, which I'm grateful for, of course. Thank you for having me back. I'm going to watch my language, I'm going to speak slower. Right, and then uh, there was one other thing. Oh, my son said, "Don't breathe into the microphone as much." It so. happens to the best of us. So those are the three rules going into this week. So yeah, here we go. Is it uh, true after you came on washed up, you went on Rogan after? No, got invited. Okay. Not, not true. Decline. Yeah. Those were the, the national podcast. I, uh, I am, I'm loyal. I'm, a, I'm a loyal brand guy. This is it. Love that. This is it. Yeah. Exclusive. Yeah. 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 
Absolutely. Until the money starts coming in. Then we're going to start talking. <laughs> then we'll we, it. Then $5 we... dollars will match it. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you when the money comes in, any of us when the money comes in. How close are we to that? How close? Like, what is that? Like, what does that look like? It's like right outside. All of us keep telling each other that we haven't heard from the money people, but we all just know that they're trying to get us like Harry Styles from One Direction and just take us on a solo tour. So we you're, don't really you're know. And we're all just lying to each other. Yeah. But this is still a pretty cool hobby. Yeah. I mean, to hang out with your boys oh, and yeah. talk sports is Shoot great. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Having yeah. fun guests. Yeah. I Everybody always say I about. would do it for free because I have been doing it for free. Yeah. So it, nothing really changed. It's like SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. You get paid. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's an absolute blast. Like James said, having you on was amazing. And I think when what you were talking about in the first interview is like you were a little nervous when you first came in. And that's what I think we're growing on the most is we're nervous for every single interview. But by the time we leave, you look back on it and you're like, oh, man, what the heck was I freaking out all day for? We're just talking. Well, just what about like James and, and Eddie when Barcelona was on? You were There was an old Saturday Night Live skit that reminded me of you. It was like when Chris Farley was would interview like Paul McCartney. It was awesome. Yeah. Hey, uh, Paul, remember like when you were in the Beatles? That was, <laughs> yeah. awesome. that was you. You were so starstruck by Barcelletti. It was great. Well, that's like, you know, we said in the interview, that's like a personal hero of mine just because he represents Chicago yeah. so well. And when that night when I saw him, I said, hey, man, like I've sent you messages. He goes, dude, shoot me an email. I promise. Like, we'll do it. And then sure enough, like he emailed me. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And yeah, Pat saw me that night. I'm like, this is just like, that was a, that was a dream guest for yeah. me that night. One, I have a similar story like that. I I, um, I thought I tweeted Dave Portnoy to talk to him about this pizza place by my house, and I screenshot it because he replied to me, and it was like Dave underscore Portnoy, and it really wasn't him. He's like, hey, Gio, yeah, I'll be there. Sounds great. And I showed all my friends and my kids, and they're like, you're an check idiot. Mark. No check mark. <laughs> no check mark. And you're an idiot, and no, he's not coming to Naperville to hit this little pizza place by my house. No, and then so. you heard him that one review that my dad sent to me. My dad goes, listen to him talk. He goes, yeah, this place in Napersville. Like, yeah. he, was, he was doing the place in Wrigleyville, yeah. and he's yeah. like, Napersville. But I, it was pretty great last week when they were at the $10 million house in Naperville, those uh, midday guys. It was pretty cool. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A, like, were, they just, were they just like, oh, yeah, this is definitely the room where the kid's getting yelled at or yep, something no after doubt. a party? Yep. yep. Don't that, worry It's about, about a mile from my house. I live nowhere like that lifestyle so don't get me wrong but it's really close to my house i know exactly where the house was their christmas lights are probably dynamite right uh not as cool as a taylor swift house in naperville but they're close oh yeah they're i've close. heard people have been flying into chicago to drive to naperville to see this yeah, taylor swift really lights and now you can go taylor swift house and drive a mile and go to cosmics the new mcdonald's off-brand ridiculous of, there's a mile the line's an hour and a half long to get in yeah what is that so <laughs> <laughs> did, you ever see, did you ever see the movie the founder yeah, with Ray yeah. Kroc. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Ray Kroc yeah, movie. So he, it's about real estate, right? So McDonald's owns real estate, and next to the McDonald's in Bolingbrook was a Boston market. They knocked the Boston market down and all of a sudden have this, like, Starbucks dunk kind of, you know, competition. It's no, There's no walk-in. It's all drive throughs There's four drive throughs and it's, like, weird lemonades and drinks, and you get an egg McMuffin and, like, pretzel bites. But people are flying awesome. from all over the world to this thing. Dude, you, I, I've had enough with these corporations. I was thinking about it the other day, and I was thinking about like how different countries eat different food, and I was like, what's the one constant? Every country has a McDonald's. Cosmics, what are we doing? You have it all. Like, I was thinking about how much money the owner of McDonald's has to have. There's a McDonald's in every town in America, and there's also one minimum in every country. 
They, they don't have regular food in places, but they have fucking McDonald's. Not Sorry one. for my language. One. Yes. We're at one. We're at one. I don't have any yeah. money for the Swiss chart, so we're just going to use sorries. Wait, have you, you been to this it. place? No, my kid went, my 17-year-old son went uh, the other night, and it was an hour and a half wait in your car. So he said it's not worth for it. For lemonade? Yeah. In pretzel bites, in like an Egg McMuffin anytime you want one. We are devolving so, so fast as a society. It's <laughs> but when you make it out, when you guys make it out there, I, I live like a mile from there, so make sure you come over. We'll hang out. I'd all yeah, do, I'd do all karaoke while we're waiting for our food. We got karaoke. Yeah, we'll we bring our it. Cosmics, and yeah. we'll have a little night of Geos. Yeah. Yeah, but speaking of the Dave underscore, I get butt crack sports every single day. I get, it's called butt crack Butt crack sports on Twitter. What sports page and, are you looking at? <laughs> they, they just post fake stuff all the time, but they have like the MLB logo or the NBA oh. logo. I'm like, oh my God, Shohei Otani to the uh, Blue, Blue Jays or whatever. And then I find out it was butt crack sports. So it's there, not, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah, there, I know. There was an account that, was, that tweeted out, said like, you know, breaking news, Otani was spotted at this. And then like people are like, no way, no way. And the guy goes like, yeah, you just fell for that. The account's name is Nico Horner's dog. Why the hell would that be? Why would that be a credible that a source? smart dog. <laughs> um, all right. Before we keep moving on in the episode, Gio, you just had a pretty cool um, business venture that just <laughs> came to fruition in about 30 seconds. It was quick. It was quick. Um, we can break down my girl's flag season. Uh, it was pretty cool. But um, I was at... Humble brag. It was at Hal's Hall again back in uh, October for the girls' flag championships, and we were talking to the best nine teams that were there, and every team had a cool story. And um, a couple of teams were like, hey, we've already set up feeder programs through our park districts. I'm like, how do you do that? So I went back, and I fired off an email, the NFL flag, um, who's run by a secondary company, but they run like the MLB home run derby and NBA half-court tournaments. Yeah. And uh, the guy got back to me, and there's no geographical – NFL flag place near Oak Park. So I partnered, I just sent an email to the park district and uh, said, would you guys be interested? And literally within 10 minutes, we're like, yeah, let's talk. It wasn't like a huge negotiation <laughs> at all. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't like Shark Tank. And I just left the park district before this and they okayed it. So Oak Park will have a 6th, 7th, and 8th NFL flag affiliate with the Bears in the fall of 24. And other communities can come in. So like Maywood and Bellwood and Sir uh, Cicero and Berwin, they can all join too. So we just kind of built an, in, an in-house feeder program for our flag leagues, which is huge. <laughs> That's That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Now there's That's no money involved cool. for me. So it's a business venture for $0 yeah, for me. Right. So I don't want you to think I'm like making it rich, but like yeah. just for sustainability reasons, it's, it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I so. think it was hilarious because James, right when he got here, goes, "What are you the Nick Saban of flag football right now?" It's like I said in the first one, and I, I, I really have a sense of pride in this. Like it's going to be my legacy. Yeah, right? it, it, it's. I, I never looked for this. It never. It just kind of found me, and I'm taking it and running. And the opportunities that are coming with it are are plentiful. They were oh, just yeah. on ESPN. I think Lane Tech. Did Lane Tech win something, and then there was a girl who was number one on the top ten or something. It was probably a month or two removed from our interview. And I was like, okay, Gio's on the spot yeah, here. Yeah. He's before everybody else. Yeah, there's Lane Tech, awesome. won, Lane Tech won a state championship. And if you ever get a chance, if you ever think, well, it's just girls' flag, just YouTube Glenbrook South versus Lane Tech in the championship or in the semifinals. It was like 31-28, awesome football game, like like nail-biter. And these girls are like running naked bootlegs and hitting on the run and throwing the ball anywhere and – I mean, it's it's the real deal. Uh, Lane Tech won the state championship this year. They had the number one girl in the state. Her name was Sadia Rodriguez, who uh, is getting offers 
to multiple schools to play flag next year. So that is so like, cool. Get, like from where? Cool. Like you. Know. There's a list of schools. The biggest school you'll know is Xavier University in New Orleans. Okay, yeah, I've heard uh, of that. but a lot of them are historically black colleges who have programs, and then smaller schools um, in the South. I don't, I don't have the list of names, but like no one you would really like. It's not Alabama or Florida State, but eventually. So Avery's pretty much like the Alabama of like flag football, pretty much. I don't know. I don't know who 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 that would be right now on a college level. Um, but like Illinois is just a different animal because we don't run club teams. When Willowbrook went out to Vegas last year, like you talked about in the first, po- first podcast, they thought they were going to play other high schools and they played clubs. So like five team, five cities would have their best kids play for that club and mm-hmm. then just go roll people. So it's just a different animal. But yeah, when it gets to be IHSA within the next 10 days, it's going to, it's going to open some eyes. You said that so casually. Yeah, flag football is about to be an IHSA sport <laughs> yeah. in ten days. No, we are we are excited about it, man. Like the, the, all the resources that the Bears have put into it, and CPS has put into it, and and these girls and the coaches and the resources within sixteen months has gone from like, hey, we have an idea to this is legit program. It's going to be legit and all across the state of Illinois. So yeah. Fun fact, I did some work in Lane Tech's upstairs gym last summer. Hmm. So if you ever get to talk to their coach and just give him my number. so I thought can say we were going to go back to the fun fact. <laughs> I thought we were going back to the fun fact that I was a powder puff coach at NAS in 1997. Yeah, no. and there was a girl on the junior team who was 6'5". I think she went to go play D1 volleyball, and I Bill Belichick her. She didn't see the ball the whole entire time. I took it so seriously, too, which you obviously should, and then – Ah man, I'm so jealous yeah. of you. No, no. <laughs> listen, don't be. There's not a lot. There's not a lot to be jealous of. No, we tell. I do. I, I do have a couple of things to, to to talk about though from from this season that have been really cool. So uh, the first thing is uh, a girl at Oak Park currently a senior. Her name is Lean Alaraj. Uh, I nominated her for the National Football Foundation uh, scholarship, and she just got named one of the three recipients in the state of Illinois. A kid from Providence won, a boy from Providence, and the the young man at Fenwick. I don't know his name, but he's going to like he's going to Alabama. Oh shit. yeah, they're yeah. I think that kid is going. Yeah, to there's Alabama. one kid going to Alabama. So those three won. She's the second girl to ever win a scholarship. It was a monetary scholarship to the, the college of her choice, and we're going to House Hall back in in uh, in February for her to win that. And the board of directors there is like Jeff Joniak. Steve McMichael, Jesus. Keith Van Horn, Fitz, Pat Fitzgerald. So it's like she got nominated by them, and she's the first girl to win. So, like, that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah. But here's the coolest story. <laughs> yeah, so, that's a flex. So oh, here, right. here, here's my flex of all flexes. This is the best one. And you may have seen this. Um, when I was recruiting new teams, I have a connection to the South Side because I grew up there. And I called my buddy John Stelzer at St. Lawrence, who was an AD at Oak Park, and now is the assistant AD at St. Lawrence. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, let's get a South Side leader going. And I got some contacts. And I got a hold of the girl at Sag High School. Her name is Saja Alnajar. She's a second-year speech pathologist. And she's like, yeah, Jim, I'm in, but here's one problem. I don't know anything about football. And this is back in December. She met with me and Gus uh, Silva from the Bears. <clears throat> and I said, okay, let's meet. So we met. So she jumped on YouTube, learned a ton of stuff, and then met me in May at Stag on a Saturday afternoon. And I was, like, explaining what a – three-man front is and what, <laughs> what you know, where's, where's your free safety and you know here's when you run and like she was very like like knew really anything so she ran her team in an eight-team tournament to go to state she was the six seed she beat the five seed she beat the two seed she beat Bolingbrook to go to state 
That's awesome. So, oh my God. so here's a first year girl who knows nothing, right? You can pick anyone off the street to be here. Coach's team of kids knows nothing and takes them to state. Now they didn't go very far state, but that's not the cool story. On November 29th, we went to Hallis Hall for the all state dinner and Kevin Warren walks in and says, is Saja Alnajar here? And so Sasha walks up and he says, Saja, on behalf of Chicago Bears, we want to present you with two Super Bowl tickets and a round trip on us and all accommodations to to uh, Vegas in February. You're going to Super Bowl. And they gave her two huge yeah, Super Bowl tickets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, like when you get the big check, it's like that. Pretty much it's like that sweet. <laughs> Dude, it, it's awesome. I mean, it's like stuff like that. Yeah. Like the opportunities that we're getting out of this are 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 crazy. They're crazy. And I, I kind of mentored her throughout the whole, like the whole season. We talked every day. And even now she's like, I can't believe I'm going to Super Bowl. Like you, like you, awesome. she, she doesn't understand how, I mean, she now understands, but like from like our point of view to be like, get tickets to Super Bowl. Like, yeah, we're going in a second. Did you give her a little nudge and say, Hey, there's two tickets. No. <laughs> the first, thing, first thing my son asked when I got home, I said, no, I will be on the couch at home watching the Super Bowl. I was going to ask that too. I'm like, so are you going? No, I'm not I going. I knew that would be the answer, but I had going. to ask. That was, that was perfect. Cause you, you posted that on Facebook yeah. and you put up a nice little video and you could just hear your little laugh in the background. Like, Oh my God. I said, like, so like, no way, no way, no way. Even you're surprised. I was totally surprised because that's, I mean, that's the coolest prize you can get. Right. Yeah, and well, it just, and just, just the, the uh, recognition, I guess, from going from nowhere and really understanding the spirit of what we're doing and, and, and how this has brought so much joy to so many people, you know, and for her to recognize is just awesome. Sounds like the start of like a great sports movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're like Keanu Reeves from Hardball. I don't think I ever saw her. Okay. Oh, Keanu Reeves. Oh, and, yeah. What about yeah. Keanu Reeves in Point Break? <laughs> sure. You're like Keanu if you Reeves need, in real I, life. I will star as you in a biopic about this. Oh, man. If you need. I don't know if that. No. Okay. If, if this is where it needs to go, if we need to write this movie, I'll star as Jim Giovannis in the making of Flag <laughs> Football. Very low rent. <laughs> very, very low rent. Very low rent production on that one. Yeah, no, that is that is. It's going to be an indie. We'll take it. We'll yeah. take it. All right, let's keep moving. Okay. Braves. Bodily bewilderment. I hate that this is right after something so awesome, something coming from oh, my great. dumb brain. But how do accents not travel through music. How does Adele <laughs> and Ed Sheeran, John Lennon, how do they all sound American when they're singing? I wouldn't say Ed Sheeran sounds American. He, you could hear that he's, or maybe we're just so used to like. Dude, have you ever heard him talk in general? Yeah. You got to have subtitles on. Yeah, I know he's got it really I know, but accent. when he's singing, you know exactly what he's saying. Okay, I get what you're like saying. Like Adele, now. like if she starts talking, you're like, What? So, like, if, like, say, Tom Hardy from uh, Peaky Blinders was singing, like, we would know exactly what he's saying, and then when he starts talking in the show, we're like, what the fuck? I mean, even even more perfect, not even just singing. How does he sound like Bane? <laughs> a, lot of de- a lot of dedication. Yeah, I know that. Obviously, I'm just joking. But Adele, one of my favorite artists, maybe my favorite artist, tied with Ed Sheeran. I was listening to the other day, I was just like, you, you ask them a question, oh, I love music, and uh, I love what it does for everybody. And then they start singing, which I won't try and do. And it's just, <laughs> oh, come on, it sounds for the people. normal. I'm stuck on the borderline. Like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you hit that pretty nice. Yeah, I can't do any Adele, because that would just be an absolute disservice to the angelic voice that she has. Very, very fair. Any answers? You study broadcasting. 
No, I almost studied broadcasting. That counts. I, I went to college for 10 days. I have my master's. Almost. That's the Brady Bunch. I don't have an answer to that, it's, but it's not something I, I, I can say I've thought of that, too. I, just, there's, I don't have an answer, but, right. it's, but you're, you're not wrong. That's Gio, you're starting to learn what the bewilderments yeah. are. Those think, those thoughts that you constantly have where you're like, I don't really want to look into them, but they're interesting. Yeah. That's Brady all the time. Yeah. That's my biggest goal of the bewilderment. <laughs> it's like, you know when you hear someone talk about something, you're the only person you thought thought about that? And yeah. You're like, wow, one of us. That's what I try and do with these bewilderments. Try and show people that they're not crazy. I'm just crazy. <laughs> you're, no. you're a good crazy, though. Yeah, of course. I mean, I got a job. Yeah, a nice. Girlfriend. I, nice. I have a roof. Well, I so. mean... Try, have you ever listened to like the uh, Great Britain's rap where it's yeah, just so just funny? Talking. So it's like, nobody knows that guy's name. Like yeah. the biggest rap star in Great Britain. So it's that's like, my biggest You got to move to the market, you know? It's like, what is the difference between talking and singing and where does that accent go away? Is it like the certain notes and decibels that you go to that you can't have an accent? Or is their accent just fake? <laughs> <laughs> Questions that people have to ask. Somebody's got to come up with an answer for this. Sorry, you had to go through that. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the equivalent of the second quarter Luke Getzey lull. Right yeah, there. that just happened. I wish he yeah. would start singing and go somewhere else. I think you have to just hit like a quick solo and just to bring it back. Um, what's a good Adele song? All of them. We'll leave it at that. All of them. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> I, I, are you talking, serious I'll about the it. Adele? Like Adele is your favorite artist? Oh yeah, loves Adele. I love her. Yeah, wow. it's like I never would have guessed. If you, if you would give me ten guesses, Adele would not have been in my top ten. You just like my biggest thing is like why Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Tiger Woods, Justin Fields are my favorite athletes of all time is because nobody can do what they do. Wait, you just put Justin Fields in your favorite yes. athlete of all time. Yes, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. <laughs> nobody can do what she does. And that amazes me. And that's what like dilutes some athletes now is because I only view Michael Jordan. And if you're not that, or if you're not Tom Brady, I'm like, you, you stink, which is wrong. And I'm working on that. But when you can do something that nobody else in the world could do, I find it fascinating. Okay. So give me another comp to like Adele, like who's another Rihanna. I wouldn't put Rihanna in the I same category. I don't do think you that guys was so not fast. understand like what they're doing with From their a voice? voice? Yeah. I really thought you were going to go Lana Del Rey or J. Cole for Well, Lana Del Rey is just hot. Like, and the way that she moves and talks, I mean, that's just not the point, Pat. Um, like, you always say you have the famous saying, he or she don't miss. Yeah, right. Or we another comp would be like a Michelangelo or the, the, the architects of the Gothic cathedrals in Europe. The guys of the pyramids? Correct, that too. Like, how is that possible? It's once-in-a-lifetime stuff, generational exactly. stuff. I understand. Okay. Like this podcast. <laughs> kind of. Only when Gio's that's why, on it. That's why, that's why it's my top-ranked podcast, generous. because I don't understand yeah. how it's as good as it is. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you got when you're on your way home, if you pop in some Adele, and you get home, and you're like, I still don't get it. And my wife's like, why are you crying? <laughs> exactly. Who's a great podcast, son? <laughs> I just listened to Adele's greatest hits on Spotify, and now I'm a mess. <laughs> you went to the knockoff McDonald's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I will sit in Cosmic's drive-thru for an hour and a half and listen to all Adele. 
<laughs> by the time I get up there, it's like, hey, I don't even want Brady, it. If, you, if you if you live stream that, I would guarantee you another 40%. <laughs> We're talking maybe 80 after yeah, that's that. What I'm saying. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Just you in a car by yourself yeah. blasting Adele. I'll take one of your peach purple pineapple slushies. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just get up there and not even order anything. I'd just be like, can I just have a hug? <laughs> Sir, I just want to talk to somebody. Sir, the line is an hour long. Please keep yeah, moving. Please leave and turn your radio down. There's an ordinance. No, dude. <laughs> but it's Adele. This is why I always hated Cosmix. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I might go there tonight. Oh, Because now I just want to see what the hype is about. Adele or Cosmix? Maybe both. Yeah. Got to do both. I don't know if we'll have time. <laughs> it's bad, bad to be on. Um, all right. Well, quickly before, because we're going to spend a lot of time on the Bears. So I just want to talk about this guy real quick. So Shohei Otani signed for $700 million over the course of 10 years. So many questions. I know. And then he def- we don't have answers. Then he deferred. <laughs> what is it? Six $680 million through that 10 years. So we'll be making $2 million a year for 10 years. And then he'll make the rest. So six hundred and eighty. I think it's forty eight. Six hundred forty eight million he's getting right. Jesus Christ! <laughs> regard, Chump change yeah. after taxes. Chump change. So in like million. in like twenty one ten the year the year twenty one ten. You meet Shohei Otani's great 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 grandchild, mm-hmm. and they're not working, and they're driving uh, futuristic cars, and like his and they're future. still getting paid. And they're like the Dodgers. What do you do for like? Oh, my great 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 grandfather was Shohei. Like that's just. Super generational wealth that, like, I can't even wrap my head around why you need that. Like, what do you need all that for? He obviously right. does it, you know? Yeah, because like, he's deferring all of exactly. it and he can so play on the Bobby, It's the Bobby Bonilla contract yeah. of 2023. But he's a lot better than Bobby <laughs> Bonilla. After the but deal. let me ask you this question. This was brought up this morning as I was listening to, to something on the radio about, like, when does his agent get his cut? Does he get a cut off the two mil for. Who is his agent? I don't know. Not does Boris. Is that Scott Boris? But does he get a cut of the seven hundred total, or does he have to wait till like twenty thirty six to get his cut, or does he get his cut up to ten mil? He that is a like said, All right, question. here you go. Like, thank you for this. Like, you, you, you have to think, right? Because also, have he has to represent him. He also has to have a billion dollars or something already. I, I, I'll have to go back and look at what he was getting paid in Japan. But I mean, I understand two million dollars a year is still a lot of money, but you have to have so much to turn down. 100 million every year. Yeah, you only have two. You can turn down 68 million dollars a year for the next 10 years. You got you got you got money. Yeah, you're yeah. good. Yeah, you're good. But so that is a great paying question. Your, paying your agent probably isn't your biggest concern. No, it's like, not hey, at all. thanks for this 700 mil. Here's your X right now. And I did again, I'm just one of our predictions. Where is Shohei going to end up? The Dodgers are named in that. Yeah. You named the Dodgers, you named the Yankees. We thought about the Cubs, but then you brought up soccer and it. Went downhill from there. <laughs> okay. Well, number one thing. Actually, the first thing I'll bring up is the soccer part. <laughs> we have to revolt because we've gotten to a place of comfortability as the third largest market in the United States of America that we can't do what the Dodgers and Yankees are doing. Yeah. But, but, but in reality, we can do that. We can be competitive every single year, and we choose not to, and I need to find out why. Well, we said that we were going to make America, or not America, Chicago great again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Corey Perry got kicked off the Hawks for bad but, but the Bears two games, in, three games in a row. And, and Cody Bellinger and Liam Hendricks both won comeback player of the year for their respective 
AL and NL. And the Bulls and the Bulls have been better. <laughs> right. Fuck, but we did it. Back to we my, did it. Back to my point. No disrespect. Is that for me, by the way? <laughs> to no disrespect? No, no, no. no. <laughs> okay, good. But, good. but the Yankees sign Juan Soto. The Dodgers get Shohei Otani, and they have everybody else. Why can't we do that? Right. I, I just don't understand. Like, I don't, yeah. I genuinely don't get it. These kind of uh, thought-provoking questions really bring out the Sebastian Maniscalco and all of us. <laughs> it's like, I simply just... Like, I don't get it. I don't. Like, what are we sitting around waiting for? But in the past, we have had those players. Yeah. Right. We I, got Brian. We got. Um, oh my gosh, fifty-two on the Chargers. Mac. Cleo Mac. Cleo Mac. Like that was a huge signing. We got Dennis Rodman when we needed Dennis Rodman. But they do it every year. Yeah, that's the Dodgers have an all-star I mean, lineup from one to eight, and nine will probably still be an all-star. And this is a sport in baseball where you can have more money than everybody else. <laughs> hey, and one, <laughs> one other side allowed, note: you're just allowed to hey, do one it. One other side note: that stadium sucks. Yeah, I've never. It's yeah, I've so heard it's miserable. old and like like Dodger dogs. Gross. Suck. Dodgers Nobody dogs goes suck. to the games. Yeah. It's yeah, like, they do in like the fifth inning, right? Yeah, yeah it's like Hollywood Boulevard. Right. It's like kind of gross. When we had you Frank, know? it the is. Tank, I'm gonna lose. My when mind. we had <laughs> when we had Frank the Tank on, he's like, they're literally just want to show Ken Jong to advertise for the Masked Singer. I'm like, wait, he, I missed the Frank the Tank interview. He's been on twice. These were earlier on. Oh, I'm I'm going back in the archives. <laughs> Gio, the second he one. is. I have a bar stool. I have a bar stool mindset. The fatter people are, the funnier they are. I love Glenny Balls. I mean, yeah. He's hilarious. Yeah. Obviously, Big Cat's great. But Frank is like my our icon. Like I have a lunch table Twice. I sit with with a couple of guys, and we shoot back and forth Frank videos all day. <laughs> no, my my dad literally this morning. I I went to work a little later this morning. I hear him laughing in the kitchen, and he's just watching Frank the Tank oh. have a meltdown about the Dolphins. Yep. He's guess, so authentic. Guess I'm going dude. back. He's so two episodes. Yeah. Himself. It is. They are just the hardest I've ever laughed. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. He I'm deep dive when Instagram. I get home. Yeah. Then, okay. So first. Adele's greatest hits on Spotify, and then Frank the Tank, Frank the Tank episodes back to back, yeah. in no particular order. <laughs> toss, <laughs> toss him in because Frank does tend to sing when he gets a little oh, I know. amped up. I so know he's yeah. Tony Romo. <laughs> he was last night. He was singing about Tony Romo last night, and then I thought he had a grabber when he fell on the ground. That was just classic yeah. Frank. But last week when he was making sausage and peppers and singing sausage and peppers, sausage and peppers, just so the best. Good. Sorry. And then my second point. <laughs> to the Shohei Otani stuff, I have to get out of the way or else I'm going to forget. The Dodgers is such a lame landing spot after Ugh. all that hype. Yeah, go it, down the street from Anaheim to L.A., sweet move. It, yeah, it's just like, yeah, it was just such a bummer, like, like just seeing that, like, Shohei Otani goes to the Dodgers, you're like, all right, the Blue Jays, like, obviously you and I wanted him to go to the Cubs, but, like, the Blue Jays would have been different for sure. Sweet. Yeah. Giants would have been like, all right, cool. He's gonna freaking just rip bombs into the bay all day. Yeah, but yeah. It was but, just like such a letdown. And like to go back to your guys' point, saying how we don't get like the big names. Like when I texted about LeBron, like we all yeah, thought we were gonna get the LeBron, decision, and like we never, we never have that moment though. No, yeah. and I don't understand why. But I think the the same thing happened with LeBron's decision when that rumor started circulating that LeBron bought property in Chicago somewhere. And the same thing, like Shohei's network had a plane leave and go to Toronto with the sole purpose to bait people. Yeah. 
And there was nobody, there was no Shohei on the plane. There was somebody on the plane. And then once the plane was in the air for two hours, more people texted different reporters that Shohei is not on the plane. Don't know where you got that other info. And then that info didn't get to the Dodgers. So the Dodgers threw a Hail Mary and the Hail Mary was just like, you know, Shohei's next door. You could have just called him. Yeah, the report came out where that said if if you hear that you're talking to Shohei Otani, you're not. And the Dodgers were always in the mix, but they were never like, oh, he's going to L.A. Oh, it was only, oh, he's going to Toronto. He's going to Chicago. No talk about meeting with the Dodgers. And then yeah. all of a sudden he signs with the Dodgers. Now, my question is, being the loser that we are <laughs> and, the, and how angry I am about him going to the Dodgers, with – that being said, that fans show up in the fifth inning. Do you think he regrets this decision, or is it just so much generational money that it doesn't it's even just, matter? It's you know that baseball money is guaranteed. It's so much generational. But the question I have in this with the Cubs beat is that did Bob Nightingale kind of spoil the Cubs? Uh, you know, big surprise because he came out early and said the Cubs aren't in it, and Jed you know met him in the hallway and had words with him. Yeah, I think when I saw that, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me! I'm like fucking Bob Nightingale. And, like, that's where everyone's just, like, <laughs> everyone's just, like, yep, it's over. And I just kept saying, I'm like, no, I think it's going to, like, I believed up until the last second he was still going to the Cubs. That's just me being an absolute idiot. I didn't believe for one second. I never gave, <laughs> I never gave up. I, I'm proud of you. I yes. thought for a split second the White Sox were just going <laughs> to. Okay. <laughs> Can't even get through the sentence, yeah, guys. He, he, we we would have it. to trade like the whole Portillo's dynasty for that too. Yeah. Uh oh. Bummer. The only way we're ever going to get good players again, which we've actually only done here in Chicago, is get the first pick and then sell it. Like, what if the Dodgers or the Yankees ever tanked? Oh wait, they haven't. Because they'll just buy things. We have the third most amount of money. Like, it, it just. I know I'm not the smartest guy in the world. I get it, but. It, this will never make sense to me. And then you got to also think about the ownership group of the Dodgers. They also own the Washington football team or the commanders, whatever. They're, like, how much money do they have? And I know they're led by Magic Johnson. And the one guy with the Sixers, too, I think, yeah. owns that. Yeah. He's Fanatics, right? That's a Fanatics guy? Yeah, yeah, th- I think so. How, like, how, how much money do these guys have? Like, we're, like, like pe- just give us some. <laughs> no, like, I don't mean that, but, like, pr- share your profits and make the league more equitable, even. Like yeah, we were saying last night with the guy from uh, ESPN 1000 was talking with Pat and I last night. We were just talking about Shoei, and he's like, yeah, all that money. I'm like, does it just sit in a cloud, like in an Apple <laughs> cloud? And like, when you want it, like, boom, you get it. Like, it, we were just, like, baffled. I, I don't know where the money's coming from. Yeah, but, I mean, obviously it's for the Dodgers to be able for the next 10 years to keep the players around Shohei and bring in other people. And then after Shohei's done, you just ruin your chances. Of and then there's also again. a business model that he is, he pays for half that contract just from being him. Right. Right. right from the, from the draw of going, people are going to go to LA to see him play or go wherever they're going to see him play. He's going to sell it everywhere he goes. I, I promise I, you that this ownership group is not losing money on their show. No, deal. no, no, They're no, making no. hand over fist. No, especially that. when they're deferring it all. Right. right. I mean, they have that money somewhere, you know, they're putting in an interest bearing account to sitting on it on 60. What do you say? 680 mil. Yeah. 48. I mean, that's crazy. Magic yeah. Johnson's portfolio made that last year. Like, right. yeah. so <laughs> why can't we just get rich guys on our yeah. team? It's a league where you can exploit the money. It's a league where if you have more money, you can buy the players. And we just want to sit back and be, oh, we're the nice guys who aren't going to do it. Yeah. Like, what? Hey, who is who is the uh, who is the guy who's now, who's the third baseman for the Padres who was on the Orioles? Machado. Now, what if the White Sox would have signed him when they were in their heyday? They wouldn't have got, like, three or four other guys. So, like, the silver lining is, even though the Cubs didn't get Otani, now you go after Bellinger. 
right? That you can now go after. Now I know it's like Bellinger's on our team. <laughs> no, I mean, no, he can resign. He can resign. I, I understand that, but they have he's to like, on the get team here right for now. us to he's resign. Yeah, he, he's not. I know, but he did play for the Cubs. I, I think he's no, that's all I know, I'm but but he left the Cubs to go see greener pastures elsewhere. And now that you save all this money with not getting Otani, now you can really go to like a plan B and really maybe get four or five guys is my point. Yeah, but like Alonzo would be nice. I don't know if that's going to happen. Or even Reese Hoskins no, at Pete, this point. Uh, well, Reese Hoskins is the number one name they're, they're saying they're going to get. And it's not yeah. the sexiest name out there to get, but Pete Alonzo in that lineup would be awesome. Oh, I'd love to see Paul. Hey, Reese Hoskins Mets, is Mets, still pretty sexy. The Mets would also... Well, he's a free agent, so it's not really. A, is it a trade or is it a free agent? No, it's a trade. I so, think the Mets are. And the blow Mets, up. the Mets don't have a whole lot going, and they had huge expectations last year, right? So they would take some farm hands for sure, for sure. And I get that, but it's like, does Shohei Otani make us better, like astronomically, or does Pete Alonso? I think Pete Alonso today. <laughs> what? I mean, I'm just saying right now because it's like what what he said. Gone. Like we get more with Pete Alonso because we have we can get more pitching too. Pete Alonso and Corey Bellinger and Cody Bellinger and a couple of pitchers. Like now, Shane Bieber would be nice. I get it, but when have we proven to do that? Never. I get what you're saying, but I I just think that putting your all your eggs in the Otani basket is is, is long term financially is not what the Cubs need now. Yeah, but what do they need then? Like, where are they going? What are they doing? They didn't get Juan Soto either. Well, even since our last talk, like, they had a great second half of the season until they didn't have a great second half (laughs) until last month. Until Seiya Suzuki didn't catch a fly ball. Just want to bring you guys back down. And then the the owner sees that, and they're like, oh, we don't really need much. Yeah. And they just love Fuck Seiya Suzuki (laughs) and get Otani here. Yeah. Like, I want. I, I don't think I should be punished for wanting it all. I'll tell you I what. Want it all. I was shocked by the Craig Council news. Like, yeah, shocked. Oh, me too. I was. I literally said, like, wait, is that real? Yeah, I thought. I thought they were just going to move David Ross up to the front office or like something different. <laughs> like, no, we got to go. And then to hear Jed's interview, like a couple of days, he like had to go on a plane and go tell him, and like totally blindsided him. I fired him. I that, fired him. That was the most like shocking. Chicago like sports like like announcement like that like I genuinely like opened up Twitter like I look at baseball Twitter all day yeah. and I was just like do they really just get the probably the best manager in baseball yeah yeah and yeah I, I get that and I know I'm being annoying about this but <laughs> you are Craig a Cal- today. can Craig Council win you 16 games pitching and He's hit get, 50 home runs look, no he can't look how average the Brewers though were that roster he took the Brewers to the playoffs and payroll is Craig yeah. Council on his way to getting Tommy John no. He's not. Okay. He's Are not. you going to pay somebody who might not be able to throw well $700 million? I promise you, Shoya Downey is going to dominate this league. Let's, for let's the, turn for that the next wow. 10 years. Wow, really huge projection. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. you got a surefire guy. The best player ever in MLB history is what you're projecting him to be and what he's shown he can be. You go get that guy. I don't. I know it's one plus one equals two, yeah. but it's like it's we, we got to fucking simple it down. Sorry for the F word. Yeah. That's great. Oh, great prediction, Brady. Wow. Let's go get Adam Wainwright and see if him and Hendricks can top 90 this year. <laughs> hey, you might get another Hendricks. It's yeah. oh, great. Yeah, you can Liam. close out all the games we're going to win. <laughs> that was our problem. He never you know, saw the field. <laughs> you know times are bad when you're positive or when you're negative and I'm positive about this. Yeah, well, I haven't been wrong yet on this podcast, so. You guys want Tim Anderson? He's out there. Sure, go get him. Oh, sure, <laughs> have him pitch. <laughs> All our relievers got picked up at Bernie's the night before, anyways. <laughs> Freaking, what's to get Fulmer's son or whatever it's coming out there? Giving Pedro Strope, he's got his hat sideways for the sun, even though it's nighttime. All right, shut up. <laughs> 
Oh, this is going to make me happier. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I called it. Yes, you did. Uh, LeBron James wins the in-season tournament for the first time. Congrats, LeBron. <laughs> Add it to the legacy. It, yeah, hang the banner. Yeah, I don't get the banner hanging piece. It's like, so are dumb. people going to go to, what are they, Crypto Center now? Is it yeah. Crypto Center? Yeah. they be like, look, son, there's the midseason tournament banner. That LeBron it means James nothing. one for us. I, I think that whole concept, and I talked about it all Saturday night watch, I'm like, this is the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> I, I love like, it. It's dumb. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Like, and then they all went to win like a million bucks? Yeah, bunch. $500,000 a player. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but to them, that's like... To show Yotani, it's fucking toilet yeah, but paper. To, them, to LeBron like, James, is nothing yeah, either, and right. they let him win it because the NBA's rigged. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, it was a dumb concept, and the courts were stupid. Okay, let me get real here for a second. The courts looked like they were AI, didn't they? Like yes, on the Red Bulls were. court, you couldn't tell. It looked like it was two K. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you customize it, you're sitting there right. on Xbox. Yeah. My biggest thing with it is this is why I've always not liked LeBron James. <laughs> why do you turn it on for this in season tournament and dominate everybody, and not do it all the other times? Dude, he's 38 years old. He's had 38 years to do it, and he only <laughs> did it three times. He only won the championship three times when he has the ability to turn it on like that at 38. Why wasn't he doing it when he was 30, 28, he 20? Won, he was doing it when he was. He only won three championships. I, James, this is my biggest problem with him, and this is when I was talking about Michael Jordan earlier. When you have it like that and you don't dominate all the time for whatever reason, you hear about his teammates, you hear he wants to be the GM. Oh, he's uh, load management. It's like, that's my biggest problem. I've always respected his game. He's unbelievable. He's top five and he's probably not five or four. And <laughs> this has been my biggest problem. It's like he turned it on for the in-season tournament and then he probably will play 25 to 30 games the rest of the year. Like, yeah. why do you do that when you have that ability and you waste it? That's I'd, my biggest problem. I don't know if it's wasting, and it's definitely not wasting. He should because win the championship you, every year. He should. Right. That's wasted but, talent. I mean, like, with in-season tournament, it's one game. You know, you got to show out one he game. He played with, fantastic the whole, every game for the Lakers in the in-season. Right. But it's against different teams for one game. Right. And I get When it that. gets to the playoffs, you're facing a team for seven, maybe seven games. So you even know them even better. I don't like this right now. <laughs> yeah, this I mean, is, whatever. I think the in-season tournament as a whole was cool. I yeah. don't like that LeBron won it. You knew he was going to when he got there. The Pacers are scarier than I thought, though. Tyrese Halliburton might be the coolest guy in the league right now. And no, Patrick Williams. People are going to bring that part up, which, uh, understandable. I'd much rather have Lonzo Ball healthy than Tyrese Halliburton. Next oh. year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe two. If he'll we're lucky. Be, he'll be, the Lakers will be back-to-back in-season tournaments. Lonzo <laughs> Ball, in-season tournament MVP next year for the Lakers. Show his grandkids will oh, be there in attendance. <laughs> All right, Brady, let's get you a little happier, huh? Well, no, we can talk about that. No, we, there's no reason it's, to. We're a foosball town. Yeah. Chicago Bears let's take go. down the Detroit Lions. Super Bowl. Bears. We're people in the are, hunt, fellas. In the hunt. People are going to talk about, like, the Lions have been struggling lately, but then when it gets to the playoffs, they're going to be like, oh, the Lions are a frisky team. And the only reason they're talking about the Lions not being good is because the Chicago Bears beat them and Justin Fields was the person First of all, to do they it. Didn't, the Bears didn't just beat them. Five, five weeks ago, the Bears exposed them. Yeah. They haven't been the same. No, and, and I'm not being sarcastic about that at all. The Bears totally exposed them at Ford Field, and then when you go to the, to the Thanksgiving game against the Packers, 
exposed. Packers demolished them on Thanksgiving at home. No one saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Right? Packers then they lost come here. The New York Giants last night for the folks at home. <laughs> yeah, they did. It was great. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then by Zion James, and then, James Cullinine from Italy. Yeah, <laughs> northern, way northern, Italy. way really northern, north. like South Dublin. I'm yeah. afraid of the sun. I'm, I'm afraid of the sun on Italy. Um, but they come here and. Uh, Quarterback doesn't like the cold, right? The Bears are really good against the run, as we talked about last time. Yeah, and and, and um, it was it was I was there. It was so much fun. It was a great. It was probably like a, the best regular season Bears game I've been to in a really long time. So fun fact that was on the anniversary, the five year anniversary of when the Bears beat the brakes off of the Rams and Goff on that Sunday night game. I was there. That was five years ago to the date. So. Was that uh, the Akeem Hicks Santa Sleigh game when he went in the backfield and he rolled he. Scored a touchdown? No, yeah. no, no, no. It, that was, was like a game. It was fifteen to nine. There was no yeah. offensive touchdowns other than the Bears' offensive okay. linemen. They beat the brakes off the Rams, and that's when the Rams golf got exposed. The yeah. Rams, like they were never the same after that, and it was just like the best ever. Yeah, Khalil Mack was on the team, and but it was so much fun. Like th- that fourth and thirteen play is the play of the year. Yeah, because. Going back to the Aaron Rodgers years with the Packers, how many times did he do that to everybody? Oh, God, mm-hmm. when he did that and, with and, Conti. And, yeah. Oh, no doubt. Throwing it to Jordy Nelson. Yeah, it, you know, and and to, to finally be on the other side of it where it works. And Aiden Hutchinson, of all people, is the guy who jumps. I know. And Fucking then, bitch. You know, the, you, know, <laughs> you know, you don't see it, but, you know, the, I guess from what you, the reports are saying is that they practice that. And then T.J. Moore changes his route, does a swim move over the DB, and he's got – you know, no safety help, and That's bam, Justin throws a dime. Absolute dime. And it happened right underneath us. We saw it like it was right underneath us. It's oh, it, it just like something, like, because he got that drive before, he got cracked. Like, he got smoked, and I was like, holy shit. Like, Justin did? Yeah, that was that drive before. He, yeah. like, it was a clean hit, but then, like, I'm like, come on, just get up, get up. And then when he threw that bomb, I actually went up to Corey Wooten at Kenny's, and he was talking shit about Justin before, and I said, apologize. <laughs> and I'm like, apologize, and my boss at work's like, do you like your job here? Like, you have to be nice to him. I'm like, I like Justin Fields more. I'm like, apologize, Corey. <laughs> I like Justin Fields more than I this think, job. I think, I hope, and, you know, and people get paid a ton of money for this, you know, hypothetical this and that, and we're going to hear about it till the end of April with the draft, but I hope people just start to understand that Justin's it. He's the guy, right? And, we've, and you know, we can, we can ride this all day, Brady, right? But he is the man. He, the biggest thing about him is he knows he needs to get better. And he admits it every single game. He goes, I need to be better after the fumbles. And then the guys in the locker room ride around him, and they go, one, we got your back. That's what you want in a quarterback. Why are we going to go through this cycle again? Right, that's my point. And, and, and five weeks ago, or six weeks ago, even getting on uh, on Getze and Flus, we would have had a different conversation. Right. But when you look at the last five games with Justin Fields, and I pulled this up on Twitter, these are not my thoughts, just so you know. Uh, 1,226 passing yards, 10 passing touchdowns, 305 rushing yards, one rushing TD, and a 107.7 passer rating. And that's, remember, that's after the Raiders and after the Broncos, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, the poopy teams are, are before that. These are against pretty good football teams, and he's showing up. Yeah. And he was hurt. Like, he got hurt, and he came back, and he, he, had, he could have felt sorry for himself or whatever, and he, you know, studied the game, obviously, and did a ton of film work and come back, and he's rolling people. Just, I wouldn't want to face him. He's I, got that confidence, though. And it's like, you saw it at Ohio State in the Clemson game. He was getting the shit kicked out of him. he broke his ribs? Yeah. yeah and he's oh, my throwing, gosh. It hurt. I mean, yeah. I was almost crying yeah. during that yeah. game just out of joy watching yeah. him. But it's just like, he's got it. Like, that's when people are like, oh, he's just a typical Ohio State quarterback. I'm like, 
No, he's not. That kid wants to freaking win more than anything. Well, and even like the stuff last week when they talked about, hey, are you are you, are you watching the news or listening to the reports that we might draft a quarterback? And he, you know, is puts out the very spiritual, um, you know, response, but also is humbled like, hey, I'm just lucky I'm here today. And how many people mm. would love to be in my place right now? And he's just grateful for it. Like So likable. I, just, I agree. And even like Brisker the other day was just, in his press conference, was just, you know, he, he had guys that have 17 tackles. He's, he's talking about everybody else, talking about flus, talking about um, the defensive line, talking about Justin Fields' leadership. Like, you just don't get that every day. My biggest problem with the whole thing is that when people are like, oh, Justin Fields isn't the guy, are the same people walking around saying, fire the head coach and fire the offensive coordinator. Why? Why? For, for, okay. Again, five weeks ago, we this wanted is a total, totally different podcast, right? Yeah. But when you look at the way Iberflus runs his team, he's a CEO of this team, so he oversees everything on football operations, right? He went from the CEO overseeing everything to the CEO and a defensive coordinator. Obviously, they got sweat, right? Um, but that front line is ridiculous against the run. The secondary is flying around. I would not want to go against Jaquan Brisker Anywhere that guy was gonna, he's unbelievably good. Yeah, so they're gonna, they're gonna, re, they're gonna replace Eddie Jackson. <laughs> I think they replace Eddie Jackson. Uh, you have to. Gordon is fantastic. They're gonna play. They're gonna pay Johnson. Right? Have to. And just think about this: if Johnson doesn't drop those two pick sixes, that defense might be a number one defense in the league right now. And the guy's a part time guy doing that. Right. Someone is that whole team is buying into what Flus is saying, and I get he's not the sexy name. He's not Jim Harbaugh. He's not Eric Bieniemy. He's not Chip Kelly. I just brought that name out anywhere because I know he's got a, doesn't have a job. But like, he's a leader. He, he's leading these guys in the right directions. It's a hard to argue that they're buying in. That's for sure. There's no doubt. They don't say anything bad about him, and it's like all these guys. And the fact that Montez Sweat, like we're the Bears, we've been so dysfunctional for so long. He's saying, oh, I'm so glad to be out of Washington, and I'm with, like, a fun team now. Like, we have a leader. We're going in a direction. That speaks volumes. Yeah. I have a solution to all of this. We don't have a defensive coordinator. Yep. You move Eberflos to He'll defensive coordinator. never do it, and I'll, and I'll explain why. He'll never do it, and here's why. He should. Let's say, <laughs> I agree. So let's say, just for argument's sake, they bring in Harbaugh. And no, they no, move no. Tom. No. Mike Tomlin? Yeah. Okay, let's just use that because it <laughs> yeah. makes you happy. Thank you. <laughs> they bring in Mike Tomlin, okay, and they move Flus to defensive <laughs> coordinator. You have all those veterans who are buying in under Flus. Let's say Tomlin's got a whole different philosophy. You are just splitting that locker room between Tomlin guys and Flus guys. If you're going to keep them, keep them. But if you're going to let them go, he's going to get a D.C. job in a second. All he's got to do is show what he did this year as a head coach and see what they're doing on defense and show those stats. He'll get a job. I know, but there's still so the, much of the season to go for Eber Flus. I mean, we're, we're three weeks removed from him being out. And I'm for sure out on Getzy. Getzy has to go. Oh, yeah, I want Eber Flus to be Help me in understand the building. Why. Help me understand why. Because Justin Fields is making him look fantastic. Let's all get that on paper real quick, that Justin Fields is the reason this team is succeeding, totally not agree. Matt Eberflus. Okay, so you're bringing a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, okay. you have to. Someone okay. who knows the game no, and offense. But you're missing you're missing the progression. You are you are stuck in... Right now, they're not good, right? A year ago, they had three wins, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't win in almost an entire calendar year. Mm-hmm. They have they have now have five wins. Mm-hmm. Five wins? They're five yeah, and eight. Five right? and eight. Five, yeah, and, eight. Yeah, yeah, five, five and, eight. and eight. So they have more wins than last year. You have, uh, if you bring in a new offensive coordinator, now you have a whole new system. Now you're starting all over again. When you're seeing growth from the play calling, I get it. The Vikings games, not sexy at all. Every game. I'm sorry. You're wrong. Not every, every game. game. 
Every single game. It's, I appreciate the, your the, opinion, the but it's wrong. The, popcorn, year, yeah, the right? best player of the year that you talked about, that you watched Fourth in front of you on Sunday. Yeah. That is not Getsy. That's Justin Fields and DJ Moore being unbelievable. And you say they practice it, sure. But what happens in the game? Who throws the ball? Who catches what you, the ball? But you, you, what you don't know is that on a, on a Wednesday film day, right, when they're doing install, hey, we're going to get fourth and long, right? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go into the – we're going to go uh, into a quick set. <clears throat> we're going to see if we can get a guy to draw off sides. If we can't, we're going to hike it and see what happens. That's coaching. So it all I – mean, Although it's the players doing it, it's coming from somewhere. And it's not coming from a defensive-minded head coach. It's right. coming from an offensive coordinator, dude. If that's his best play in his playbook, I don't want him. It's not his best play in his playbook. His, his best play is a screen. Brady, I'm sorry. His second best play. Brady, you're telling me that you would, you, fourth and 13 from the 45, were they? Yeah. yeah. 45? For a 4-8 tell- team that has nothing to lose? It's a great play. Right, you just—it changed the lose. whole season. It I, changes the whole season. I think. I look at the next drive. Justin Fields literally comes and in. Let's go back to the screens. All right, we win. We win in Minnesota, twelve nothing. Right, the the defensive coordinator from the Vikings, uh, uh, the old Mike, ex, uh, uh, ex Brian Flores, the, Brian Flores from awesome. Miami, and then awesome. and then and then the Patriots. Right, they're known for blitzing. Like more than anyone else in the NFL, mm. you've got to you've got to screen that. You got to screen it. You have to. You got to get it real quick because if you don't, you're, they're going to be like the Browns game three years ago when Justin Fields got sacked like nine times. Oh, so bad! This is offensive line's fault. <laughs> oh my god! Who's coaching them? See ya. <laughs> the offensive line is bad too. No, they're not uh, bad now, but they were in that game. Yeah, we're talking. You brought up three years the ago. The past is for cowards and losers. Why are we bringing that up? I'm just saying using that as an example. I know, but I'm thinking about the future. And I'm the not, future I'm, is so I'm bright. I'm not betting on okay. Matty Eberflus. I'm talk, just not doing it. Why? Okay. Because uh, it's a bad Okay, but here, here's the future. Okay, here's the future. You're going to have, right now, today, the Bears have the number one pick and the number five pick. Mm-hmm. Today. And it could all change. But as they win these next four games, and I think they have a good chance of winning at least three of them. If right? he does that, I'll shut my mouth. But my point is that second pick, that five pick, now moves down to 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, which makes mm-hmm. that one pick worth even more. Yeah. If we can figure out who needs a quarterback, we know who needs a quarterback. It's going to be the Raiders. It's going to be the Patriots. It's going to be... Cardinals. Cardinals. It's going to be the Steelers. It's going to be maybe Tampa, right? That number one pick, you're going to get a bounty for years. And Ryan Poles could have traded that pick last year with anybody, and he knew Carolina was going to suck that next year, so he took their number one pick last year, too, and I'll take your best receiver. Perfect. I love so that. So my point is the blueprint is there. So you have the blueprint from a personnel standpoint. You have a coach people believe in. You have common language in, in progression with your offensive coordinator and Justin Fields and D.J. Moore. And, and, by the way, now you're going to add Marvin Harrison Jr. in. And you're going to get rid of Darnell Mooney uh-huh. and move Tyler Scott over there. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah, I mean, but this is this is betting on a team that has won what? 10? Double the amount of games they won last year. Just say it. Right, but ten games in the past <laughs> three years under these guys. I, I just can't I can't bet on Eberflus being the coach that we need. I mean, it, once we find out what is up his sleeve, then maybe. Well, I agree with... He saw what was up his sleeve. Yeah. He ran that DJ Moore end around the other day. 
Yeah, but that was three weeks ago he said that. It was, it was up his And it was so cringy. He's got a really big it sleeve. It was so cringy. That's what I'm talking about. But I, yeah. do, I do understand what we've been talking about the past couple of weeks is that the players want to be there. Yeah. My thing is that I think they want to be there because they are NFL players who want to get paid. I don't believe that they want to be there because of Matt Eberflus. I can't because I'm not in the locker room. But, I mean, I guess they're all coming out and saying it. So I have to shut up about that part. But I just I can't get behind this guy being the head coach of the Chicago Bears. I can't do so it. So who's your head coach next year? Tomlin. And then move Iberflus over to defensive coordinator and go get anybody on planet Earth. And listen, I want them to win so bad these next coming games. But I I want to put so much. I want to put my mortgage that I don't even have <laughs> on the fact that Luke Getze is not the play caller for this team. And I love that you believe that, but I mean, this is what Bears Again, fans five weeks do ago, every year. Five weeks ago, I would have been high-fiving you, like, let's go. I right. totally and agree. I, I don't I, agree with you today. I'm a long-term guy. I come from Tom Brady. Well, here's it's what people forget. <laughs> um, Gio brought up a great point. If you bring in somebody like Tomlin, right, you, you've split. Because now, if Iberflus is now the defensive coordinator, you do create this... Civil war. Yeah. And understanding that, it makes a lot more sense to... if. If he's staying on, he's right where he is. He's not moving. And if we let him go, he's going to find a job tomorrow. I can't believe I'm the only person not being a what have you done for me lately guy because we always are. But it's just like I I can't forget some of those moments early on in this season and last year. But I think think the learning piece of this is that that the training camp and the OTAs need to be a lot more intense because they went – Excuse me. They went to play the uh, Colts in preseason, and then like weren't didn't look really good against the Colts. No. And the Colts stink, right? So they used the first three weeks after getting rolled by the Packers, and then losing to Tampa, Tampa, and then going, and then week three was the Chiefs, which doesn't count because all the Swifties were there. Yeah, yeah. I would say that, that was count. that's yeah. fair. But you know, my point is like it, it took him three weeks to get started, right? Then you see a little bit of turnaround with it was close. With the Broncos, should have won that one, right? I was there. Yeah, it was close with the Lions a couple weeks later, should have won that one. And now you start to see that pendulum switch a little bit. And now that they've won a couple games in a row with some very winnable games coming up, it's going to flip the script a lot on the season. Yeah, Yeah, I I got a great idea. Okay. I got it. It, It'll figure everything out for us right here, right now. Um, Iberflus can stay on. Totally cool with that, right? Done deal. We get somebody with a personality to do the press conferences who doesn't sound like somebody trying to draw the vaguest picture of what it thinks it knows about football. Yeah. And somebody who gets out there, gets some people fired up, we'll and actually answers the questions and fires up the team a little bit more. And we call him our head coach. But, you know, I'm players, gonna, fans, I'm ourselves, we just you, know. You know what drives me crazy about Flus is if you ever watch, like, those – what do you mean drives you crazy? You love the guy. I don't love the guy. I'm just, I just he's think been he does the best man at your wedding for yeah. 30 years. No, no, no. Um, when he's in like those uh, videos in the locker room where they show like his post game prep pep talk, mm. he always ends a sentence with the word right. All the fucking time. That was a hell right? of a game, right? right? Yep. Guys, here. what did we do together, right? right? So here's what, you know, everybody put it together hand in hand as a team, right? right. We walked back and forth through the doorways <laughs> together, right? Right. And that's what a yeah, team those does. Those guys are running through a brick wall right? for him, right? That's what I'm no. saying. There was a guy two weeks ago when they did a little pan around on his phone when I was talking. I felt like, oh, that's not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> good look. Well, let's keep, let's sign in this Joey Otani money. <laughs> I, you know, we can agree to disagree on this. The one fact of the matter is Justin Fields is going to win that MVP next year. So, 
Oh, not Sam Darnold doesn't. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I should be more positive. I'm new here and things are going well. And this is what I guess the uh, the the theme of being a Bears fan is that if two things go well, you're winning the Super Bowl. So Eberflus for president. No, you're <laughs> so Getsy should play quarterback next year for the team. Justin Fields ship him away. Montez Sweat, Defensive Player of the Year. The, the sarcasm and close-mindedness <laughs> is, is palpable. But listen. Here, here, you know I don't know what that means. No, but it, it means I can feel your 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 wrath of crazy. But here's, here's where we're at. You Perfect. live in this la-la land of, uh, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. From the Patriots, you also like Duke, and you like oh, the Lakers, oh, and you like the Yankees. And die hard North Carolina fan. Okay, we'll use North Carolina. My point Don't being, ever say that Duke and North Carolina it's, are it's somewhat like, similar. It's like the, the meme of the dude at the Dallas game with a big star around his uh, neck. In the jean shorts? Yeah, in the jean shorts. Yeah, and he's like, his girlfriend's on his shoulder. He's crying. Like, listen, dude, Dallas finally lost, right? Like... <laughs> I hate the Cowboys. I hate Duke. <laughs> I'm a Cubs fan. I am a Blackhawks fan. I'm a Bulls fan. I know what this well, feels like. Well, I want to help your fandom. I'm, I, I brought you, like I told you when you walked in, I brought you a present. I really did bring you a present. All right. Okay, so um, <laughs> last year uh, when I was uh, at House Hall, I helped out with a with the girls' flag football jersey, a fo- fo- flag football tournament, and they gave me this. And I don't wear it, it but if you look at it, <laughs> It's a, for those on the radio, it's not working real well for radio. It's a Bears pullover, but it's, oh. hey, but listen, it's the same pullover that, John, that Justin Fields wears in the Dunkin' Donut ads and team issued. Eberflus for president, <laughs> Bears Super Bowl. But I brought it. And there is nothing you can ever do wrong but again, you, and I love you. But, it, here, but here, here's why I brought it. Did you go away line three and a half hours to meet Justin yeah, Fields? Here, here's why I brought it, Brady. It's on backwards. Here's why I brought it's it. Too excited. I brought it because, as we talked about in the first podcast, my buddy Kevin Campbell gives a ton of gear. I know you guys got gear, yeah, right? I, got, I wear my sweatshirt all the time. Yeah, and I know that Brady. I'm going to guess that Lee Milano at Naz doesn't give out gear to super fan flag football coaches. So I That's figured. A fact. So, I even know but look at how this. good he looks in that thing. <laughs> Dude, thank you so yeah. much. Hey, that's team issued. So when people say, Brady, where'd you get that? Don't worry about it. It's team issued. I got it from Justin Fields. Yeah. James and I are cool. We'll get your thank sizes you, later. I, <laughs> I figured you guys got some from Campbell. You didn't anything. Dude. We didn't right. get bears. I'm, I'm, look, at how much, look how good he looks in that thing already. I'm so back in. I'm back in on the bears. And whatever Gio said in the past 20 minutes, bleep out all of my talk. And I, I agree. <laughs> Very smart. That's a salesman right there. Yeah. <laughs> Sell me this pen. But no, you are right though. Like we're getting back to reality here. You are right though. Talking about Getsy and like Flus. The past two weeks, I'm like, these guys are buying in right now, and you can't fuck this up at this point. I'm like, they are. Everything's just going in motion right now. And if you do bring in a whole new regime, bam. So it's all I, over. I I've been saying, I'm like Flus. I'm like they are. They play for this guy, and I'm excited to see where these next couple weeks go. Wear it in Green Bay. Yeah, I'm going to need a, two more of these if we're going to wear it to Green Bay. Thank you. I don't mean to be. You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Rude. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I think we're going to Super Bowl. <laughs> Matt Eberflus is going to win five Super Bowls. Monta yeah. Sweat, defensive but player of the year. Let's stop talking about the coaches for a second. Let's just enjoy the fact that Montez Sweat <laughs> was an awesome signing. He's proven to get this defensive line. We're pressuring the quarterback all the time. And when we take a lead in a game... You know, in the Broncos game, I was at the game. I'm like, the Broncos fans behind me started leaving. I go, you guys, I know this sucks, and you probably want to get back to your hotel. You probably have a flight later. Don't leave. This team isn't who you think they are. 
But now you're watching these games and you're starting to beat the Lions. You're like, okay, are they going to Bears? Is not a saying that comes out of my mouth anymore. Like, are the Bears going to Bears? Like, you know how we say in the past, are they just going to screw something up? Almost said the F or didn't. Are they going <laughs> to screw this up somehow? But now it's like, they're shut down on defense. And it's so nice to watch the other quarterback get sacked. It's so nice. Well, on Sunday, I was kind of keen on Billings. He's a nose tackle in the middle. First of all, it's a big boy moving very large men. He's huge. And, uh, but like with people are double teaming sweat, he's got a one on one with the center and he's clogging up the hole like, you know, like some who, big men do. Big, like, yeah, like I forget <laughs> the guy's names from like Erlacher's year, but Tommy Harris. Tommy Harris. Nice, it, James. Tank someone. Israel Adonis. Israel, he was a defensive end. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, they're, they're freeing up those linebackers who can fly around, right? And then you have a, three out of four secondary members who are top notch. Eddie Jackson excluded. Almost caught an interception on Sunday. Almost. Eddie Jackson did? Yeah. On the tip? tip ball. Yeah. yeah, the tip. Yeah. He almost got it. He, we have man. to give If we it. had 2018 Eddie Jackson, this team is already no in doubt. the Super Bowl. No and doubt. 2018 Eddie Jackson was just incredible. He was the best wide receiver on the team. He really was. <laughs> no, Amukamura, oh. I think, had more picks than him. <laughs> okay, we can go back to a point you made earlier. Mooney's got to go. I mean, I, I understand yes. Justin had three or four balls that were haywire, and that's what every quarterback I just didn't understand, does. And, and, and this is not this is going to go counterproductive to my Luke Getze for president. No, that's speech. okay. That's okay. I just don't get like when time's ticking and you're trying to eat clock. Why we're throwing that ball to, to uh, DJ up the middle? It, it flies, and then the ball on the out to to uh, Darrell Mooney. It doesn't make sense. It's like from the Mighty Ducks when he says one inch to the right, I'm a hero, and then Charlie goes one inch to the left, you miss the net by a hole. By a foot. Well, and even the first ball, the oh. Mooney on, on on that little flat route, when you know a millisecond later, that's a pick six. Yeah, right. And I love it's a whole that, different ball game. That confidence to throw that ball because I think that was the biggest problem with him. And listen, I this guy's ninety nine point nine percent invincible. Justin Fields in my head, but I do understand there are progression problems and there's scarcity problems. He's scared back there sometimes with his feet. You can tell that just getting sacked a thousand times, obviously you're going to be that way, but that out route that ends up going for 20 yards instead of a pick six is like, okay, that's the progression you're looking for. And in your brain, you go, Oh, that's Luke Getzey. In my brain, I go, that's just God, Justin Fields. <laughs> call God. Yeah. This, call this God. Is, we got to spread the word. If anybody just gets Brady a gift, he'll lower his decibels. <laughs> I just want to be appreciated, you know? <laughs> Get him some Taco Bell, I'll say whatever. I know, and that's the same thing about Justin Fields. I think he just, I need to give this to him one day. <laughs> yeah. He's got one. Oh, he's sweet. Got one. Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but, we, um, we can wear it in February at the parade. The uh, other part of <laughs> the game or that I was reading today, Cole Komet is the only tight end or maybe receiving player in the NFL right now that has 100-plus catches and zero drops or something like that. I, I brought this up to my group of friends the other day, I got laughed at. I'll bring it up to you guys. Cole Komet's an all-pro tight end. He's, He's everything great. that they said he was going to be coming out of college. Tight end you, Notre Dame. And now the more and more <laughs> we talk about this and the more and more this sweatshirt becomes a part of me, like maybe this <laughs> offense is starting to click. <laughs> maybe everybody who's supposed to be this good is becoming this good because the yeah. offensive guy. Restart Gio, the episode. I, yeah. Gio, I do want to say since our last time you were on, me and Cedric have started chatting yeah. again. Yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah. Um, he's big on the uh, keep Eberflus. Train. Oh, okay. He's been sending me a bunch of things. And on Sunday, he goes, I 
We keep an Eberflus. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. We don't need Jim Harbaugh's scumbag face. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. If they got him, I would have been pissed. But, yeah. All right, let's go through our next couple of games. Does anybody know who we play this week? Yes, yeah, so I know the whole thing. I got it yeah. in my head. <laughs> so do I. We're at Cleveland this weekend. We're three and a half point dogs. Their hey, line's out. Do you want to know what should happen? Do you, and this is crazy. I heard this this morning. Some reason, um, the Browns designated Joe Flacco to their practice squad. But he's still on the team. Like, he's still on a team. But if you're Ryan Poles, go get Joe Flacco off the practice squad and put him on as your backup same quarterback. Same way I feel about the first overall draft pick. Just draft whoever the guys behind you want, and then they have to give you their ransom. Right. If you take <laughs> the guy them they hostage. Want. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But yeah. No, so this, week's, this week is uh, the Browns with Joe Flacco, 38 Eight. years old. 38. But still throw for 300 and some odd yards last yeah, week. Yeah, I think in my uh, individual pod last, I thought I called him 48 years old. Easy. I hope I said 38. Easy there. Easy, yeah. Easy there. Easy. Yeah. Uh, I can still sling it at 48. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was giving him compliments no. thinking he was 48, <laughs> and I was insanely impressed. Then, and I meant to say 38, which is also still super impressive. Then after next week is a crazy one. I don't know why it's a 325. Cardinals at Bears on New Year, Christmas Eve at 325. Who's going to go? They're, they're literally giving away things. Why isn't all NFL games on Christmas Eve just at noon or play them on the 23rd? Right? Yeah, why wouldn't you do that? that Aren't there games the on Christmas Day this year, too? Christmas Day is a Monday? Probably. Yeah, I think. No, no. Christmas Day is always the NBA. No, I think lately, though, the NFL, like, they've done the games. I thought, like, that's what we had a couple of games on Christmas Day. Yeah, we, did. we had Dolphins Packers last year on Christmas Day. Hmm. They always play on weird days, the Dolphins. Yeah, it's. I um, went to Bears Browns on Christmas Eve, like, three years ago. I was okay. supposed to go with that you guys. That one was insane. Browns, six and eight. Was I, th- I think I was there too. It was really nice outside. Seven and eight. <laughs> no, it was disgusting. It was, like, it was snowy. Oh, it wasn't there. Yeah. Wasn't there. Who's after the cart? We're seven and eight. Okay, Falcons. And then they go Falcons home. Eight and eight. Then it ends on the Sunday night flex. Fuck. Sunday We're night flex to. at Lambeau. Colder than shit. I'm g- I'm going to like, I don't know what I'm going to wear to that thing. I don't, yeah, I, I don't like Okay, here's a plan. When all. you guys come out to Cosmix, you're going to go down the street to Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> <laughs> nice, and just, yes. And just find the guy in orange, Blaze Orange, and be like, hey, we're going to the Packers game. What do I wear? And it, there's no, listen to me, there's no cost. There's not enough cost you can put on being warm. Yeah, but I'm remember, all it's getting metal warmers. I'm going to be oh. filled with so much hope and Michelob Ultra that okay. I might wear no, no Miller Light. Miller Lite. Miller Lite, yes. <laughs> I'm going to be filled up on Miller Lite and hope I'm not even going to okay, wear so you a just shirt. Thin, now you just thinned your blood with all the beer, and you're going to be even colder. Yeah, I knew that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> we're cold-hearted. We're going in there, and we're fucking their season. Oh, no. So we oh, ha- no. we have to be 8-8 eight and eight for a chance going into that game, though, correct? You yeah. have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Packers just have to keep losing. And then there's all kinds of other weird things. like Giants. Gi- no, it's, uh, it's like the Rams, the Vikings, uh, like two teams in the South have to lose out. Like there's all kinds of crazy stuff to get the Bears to playoff, but it's certainly doable. Yeah. And then we have the confidence in the quarterback, even if we don't make the playoffs, not trying to have loser talk, but just say we don't make the playoffs. We have the confidence in the quarterback. Then we go get Marvin. Then we go get the offensive and lineman that's the from beauty. Penn State. That's right. the beauty, right? I so now I you have, you're saying now. You, you have, you, you, you end the season. <laughs> oh, we were so close, right? You have more wins than last year. Oh, and by the way, we have the first pick overall, which is going to turn into a bounty of other picks. Yeah. And, Maybe at three or four or five, we get Marvin Harrison Jr. And then the offensive lineman. Who can guard Marv? You know what scares me about Marv is I heard, I, I saw him on Sports Don't say Center Sunday. Bad about him. No, I'm not. The NAL stuff just throws a whole monkey wrench in this whole thing. That's what they're talking about with Caitlin Clark, too. It's like she's going to unanimously be the number one overall pick next year, but she's making more money. Does she want to go to the Indiana at, Fever? She's ma- but she's also making more money at right, Iowa. Right. 
I would love for Marv to come back. Let him groom him one more. But year. he even said the other day, like his vendetta against beating Michigan is like it's it's like in his head. He yeah. wants to beat Michigan. And he wants to win the Big Ten championship right. uh, in Indy. So, like I said, either way, I I don't like whatever he does. I'll be happy for. Okay, him. Okay, so but there's also a handful of other receivers. Obviously, Marvin is the the crown jewel of the receiver class. I think he's above a crown jewel. No, I totally agree. I, I could, whatever the highest compliment you can give him, give him. But there's like and I don't know names. Roman, some from Washington. This guy from good. Washington. Yeah, there's like four or five guys underneath him who are still humongous targets you can go get. Or we turn the first overall pick into Devonte Adams. Nope. No, I'd rather, I'd rather just have Marv. Okay, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, me too. But I mean, just about the Adams is, is trying to is, be creative. I, I I like it, but I think he's old. And I think if the well, Bears looks I, old with Aiden O'Connell, I think if him. the Bears trade with the Raiders, which is certainly a possibility, I think it's Max Crosby. Oh, that would be so cool. That'd be way cool. Can you imagine Max sweat. Crosby and Sweat? Oh, I have nightmares Fire thinking of that. And I'm That'd a fan awesome. of them, and I'm a fan of them, and I have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, I like those guys. <laughs> Uh, right. Toss Roberts Blaine in too. Bring him home. Bring him home. Hank Clifford safety. Yeah. Why not? I mean, at that point, I can be put on the field. Yeah. Other than number four. But, I mean, at least we only have one weakness, two. Darnell Mooney. Can't stand him right now. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, there's four balls off his fingertips, and we win that game 35 to 10 if he catches a couple of them. This week's last game? Yeah. You won the game. We won the game. Who I cares? It could have been three to nothing like it was. I want to put our freaking foot on their throats. This is Chicago Bears. This they, isn't, they had a this chance isn't the Detroit four weeks Lions. ago and didn't do it. No, I agree. I you agree. put your freaking foot on their throats. I, I tweeted out. I said, I'm Justin Fields. I said, let's make Dan Campbell cry. The guy cries after every game, whether they win or lose, he's yeah. crying. They, I don't know what they are, to be honest. I, I really don't. I mean, I, I love that I can go back to earlier in the season and I tell you that you need Jared Goff to take an, an extra step, which I don't think that he can, and he's proven that he can't, that he he plateaus at this certain spot. We're really good in the regular season. Then you get to this cold weather, and then he just stops knowing how to play. So where are they going to end up? So obviously, we think, I think San Francisco gets the one. Yeah. They're, they're really good. good at football. Dallas yeah. gets the two. Unfortunately. Right? Philly and then three. Philly gets the three. And then the Detroit gets the four. Yeah. What but about the, the four, South? Oh, yeah. The so South no, no. A, the, the South would be a three. Philly would be a lower seed. Philly would be five. Oh, I wouldn't want to play Philly at a five seed. I'll tell you that much. Nope. No, they're <laughs> like, they don't, Sirianni's so weird. He might want that at this point. He yeah, might be he's like, twisted. Yeah. They're also still a 10-3 and three football team, and that's why, like, the media is so funny. It's like, what's wrong with the Eagles? And then under it, it says record 10-3. Uh, and three. It's dude, like, I, don't know. I would kill somebody to be 10-3. and three. Not actually. <laughs> no disrespect. But I would do some weird things to be 10-3. and three. If we were 10-3, and three, I would, we would just be walking around every day saying we're 10-3. Oh, three. speaking of that, bring me back to my point. I had a long day at work today, but I kind of wanted it to last longer. Like, the victory week is the best. Like, oh. winning football games is all that matters. It changes my entire household. It's insane. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking about with the money. And it's like the owners, like, how do you not see these fans that you change their life? They know. I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't want to believe that they know because I don't want to believe that they're that evil. Well, uh, Tampa Baker would be the four. Yeah. Just, just so we are so, all back in on that. So Baker yeah, Mayfield this. back in the playoffs. And then what, we're seven? Yeah. 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 We'll beat anybody at that point. <laughs> I swear, this sweatshirt's going to change it all. It's yeah, but isn't there is there a rule in the NFL that in the first round you can't play someone in your division, or is that not no. the NFL? No, 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 no. the Niners and uh, Seahawks. I oh, think I guess played. you're right. Yeah, yeah. 
We'll scratch that. That was a bad take on my part. We don't we don't get yeah. there often. Yeah. You know, it was the worst so, take. Brady has Jared Goff in his most handsome athletes rankings. I still agree with that. I, uh, I, Absolutely I don't ridiculous. It. Absolutely it, ridiculous. Active, active athletes? Yeah, I think at the time we did active, right? Yeah. yeah. Christian McCaffrey is the best I, looking man in football. Could have picked. I'm sure he was off the board at the time. I'm not even getting into this. Yeah, it, I would. Absolutely this is my, ridiculous. This is I could add 20 right before Jared Goff right now. Oh, wait. Let me a pop. Just kidding. Uh, never. Never say sorry for something you truly believe in. Justin Fields, president. <laughs> um, other football, crazy games this week. Let's just talk about last night. I mean. So yeah. fun. Did. The Tennessee Titans. You know, it's my family business, right? No, seriously. The Tennessee Titans? Yeah, my wife's first cousin. And that, like, first cousin knows a guy, might know some. Like, her literal first cousin is the president and CEO of the Titans. That is the coolest From thing Wheaton. I've heard all day. Yeah. Stadium is going to be so cool. when it's New stadium is going to be awesome. Nashville is so cool. But we have, like, this oh family, we have this family, like, agreement. Like, we, his name is Burke Nihil. Super nice guy. Um, a little bit younger than me. And, like, we, like, hey, Burke, how are you? We never want to talk, like, business, but we always... Yeah, Talk business. yeah, it's, it's awesome. gonna get brought up. There's Always. like no way, no, no, no way around it. Always. No disrespect. So, how's, how's your food? food? Yeah. It's really good. We yeah. have it in Nashville, <laughs> <laughs> like, like you and Eddie. Like, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but last night's game was great. Uh, Twenty-seven to thirteen with what? Uh, three, Four minutes left. Yeah. yeah, I had the under. Will Levis blowing the what artery. What the hell, dude? He had veins popping out of. His arms out of his neck. He was jacked. Good this for that perfect kid. Perfect transition. Can I trade Jared Goff for Will Levis? Yeah, I'll accept guy? that. Thank God. Finally, get that out of this podcast. Is last night the Jared Will- Goff being in the most handsome consideration at <laughs> all, all, right. all? Is right. this, is just all right. disrespect? Is last night the Will Levis <laughs> game? Disrespect. Like the Will Levis coming out party? Yeah, I mean, I think he's a smart kid. I mean, he just goes, let me throw it to DeAndre Hopkins. Like, <laughs> it's a simple it's, game plan, and it works. It's really worked out. It's like out. when we throw it to DJ Moore. It's like, who would have thought? Yeah. You know? uh, I was happy for that kid, though, because he just got just absolutely ridiculed like with the draft and stuff. Oh, he that needed, poor guy. He needed that moment. Yeah. Still I, puts mayo in his coffee. So uh, I'm, not, I'm never going to let that one slide. I think I brought that up three times last Are night. Are we worried about the Dolphins? Man, yes. no, I think we have been the whole the year. year. Well, without Tyreek, that's Tyree a whole Lowe. different game. That's a whole different team. Yeah, he's he's, de- he's definitely someone you got to consider in the MVP talk because he just changes the entire complexity. Of that I offense. think he should be unanimous, and that's just because I'm kind of a Cowboys hater like the rest of us. Even though Dak's playing out of his mind, and because, I get that because Zeke's gone, as we talked about, yeah, addition by subtraction. Yes, Ching. True. Yeah. <laughs> but I know he's out for the first half. But they're also playing against a four and eight Titans team, and you're up by fourteen with two two. Minutes, three minutes and fifty eight seconds to go. I don't care who's on your team. You yeah. can't blow that. that was and I've been watching movie. Hard Knocks. Too. Sorry, James, but I've been watching Hard Knocks on HBO. So it's like when you watch that, you're like, you automatically just become a fan, seeing right. the behind the scenes stuff. So that loss, like, I don't know where I am with that team. That was such a Vrabel win. Like he, he wanted to go in there and be like, "Fuck this!" Yeah. Well, he sprinted off the field too. Do you see him? It was great. He ran right to the tunnel after he saw. Mike McDaniel. Did, it was great. Did you see uh, him go to the kid who muffed the punt? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love him. He's great. <laughs> who did he play for? Just wondering. Bill Belichick? Where, where did he play his college ball? Oh, D. D. <laughs> and then the other game. <sighs> Thank how, you. Really, really, really hard not to fall in love with this Tommy DeVito kid. Really hard. Also, I just have a knack for picking when the Giants are going to be the Giants upset. money line. It's, it's so it, impressive. It was Giants the entire way. Yeah, I made it a whole thing at the end of the episode last week. I mean, that, I don't get it. 
that like you cannot like if you're not happy for that kid, you're not human. That is the coolest fucking thing of all I, time. And seeing every single photo pop up about how drastically Italian every aspect of his life is. Yeah. You saw his agent on field oh, on yeah. the sideline I last said, night. I'm like, I was sitting next to you. What are we? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's two other guys here, James. <laughs> Just checking in. Oh, yeah. We he got our l- Justin Field sweatshirts. Yeah. I they- talk- Oh, <laughs> I saw it. Outrageous. And then they're smooching each other, kissing each other on the cheek the entire time, celebrating in the stands. It's just like you took every Italian stereotype and just brought it in in the beautiful, in the most beautiful light of all time. I like Tommy DeVito when he was at Illinois last year. I mean, I, you don't really have a lot of Illinois football followers. Right, you but don't, yeah. He was serviceable and really good. They Insane. almost beat Michigan. Right. Insane that he went to U of I. Now, I have to bring up something, and... It all depends on how you feel if this is magic, if this is a fluke with him or not. How are you going to answer this? Is there a controversy with Daniel Jones? 100%. Yes. I agree. We can all agree. There has to be. Is there a controversy or a $40 million mistake? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds like both bad. (laughs) Or if Daniel Jones becomes a starter again, that agent's going to call a guy from Brooklyn to come up there and maybe take care of business. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Daniel Jones, no kneecaps anymore. Sorry. But what's interesting is like, you know, you get a guy like Tommy DeVito who was never, who went undrafted and he gets picked up by the Giants. But like, if, if Brock Purdy is healthy last year, he's in a Super Bowl and he was Mr. Irrelevant the year before. Um, Russell Wilson, like pick 76, right? I mean, you have, there's guys in the NFL now who are nobodies who can make it based on their ability and the system they're put in. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, uh, you can do the quarterback draft number one who's a bust and then just find another quarterback not drafted who just created something. Yeah. So I think it's hilarious that everybody still fights over the number one overall pick when you're constantly proven wrong. Yeah, but don't tell them that. No, I'm not going to tell. Yeah. Hey, hello, Raiders. <laughs> you silly little goose. Look at Tommy DeVito. Demarcus Russell's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other really significant games from this week? I, I, I uh, Yes. The, yeah. the Bills Chiefs. We have to talk about that. Yeah. I think Patrick Mahomes probably they'll probably come out with something that he, he already about, did. He already did, yeah. yeah. I don't accept it. Uh, I do because Patrick Mahomes is someone who's never done that before. And I give the benefit of the doubt to the people that are professionals their whole entire career, and he has been. And he's just fired up because you could probably go through film and see guys that offsides all the time. And they did it. They showed Kadarius Tony was that offsides four other times during the game. Right. But they didn't call it. So mm-hmm. the inconsistency is where the problem happens. Yeah. And it, it seems this year that it keeps happening to the Chiefs. So I don't blame him at all for doing that at the well, end of the game. Welcome to the real world, Patrick. Yeah. But he doesn't get to, he doesn't don't have look to, at me when you say that. Like, if world. you look at that, you look at the Valdez getting <laughs> drop against the Eagles, like those are game changing drops. But that's yeah. a personnel thing. Like you brought yeah. in Kadarius Tony, who has a pretty checkered pass with the Giants. He's not great. I don't know if you follow Clem on Barstool, but we had him on, and he's a diehard Giants fan. And he loves Kadarius Tony because his rap name is Young Joka, and the music is as bad as his play has been this year. But um, regardless of that, the score at the end of the game is the score at the end of the game. The Bills are extremely frustrating from a fan's perspective for in Buffalo, I'm sure, but then also like a better perspective and someone who is on a podcast who gives out picks every week. So it's like, yeah. Uh, is this a statement win for the Bills? You would think so. Is it yeah. a statement loss for the Chiefs? 
I'm not really worried about the Chiefs. I'm 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 worried about the wide receivers. But I think Patrick Mahomes is that levels better than everybody else. That he'll figure it out by the end of the year. And we're talking about Rasheed Rice as like the rookie of the year. That's what I was just about to bring him up. I think you with Rasheed Rice making a case for being a number two on that offense is light years better than they've ever had before. Right. Well, since Tyreek, obviously. Of Duh. Um, but Kadarius Tony has done nothing but ruin it. But going back to the flag that ruined the game, it's like a flag ruined the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Wait, how do we? So did the field conditions. Yeah. Yeah. But like if we're, if we're going ticky tack no, style, know. Yeah, you right. know, like That's calls crazy. a call, but also the consistency is the main overlying problem here and that's a human element and part of the game and you know going back to baseball and robot umpires like there's a human element to all of this that makes it unpredictable and although vegas hates it and the fans hate it when you call it you call it right Right. but as a professional it's easier for us to say as we're sitting on couches like like breaking it down mahomes was wrong like he was was just wrong wrong. yeah and that's why he said sorry but to ask if i blame him no way I don't blame him for being that hot in that moment and saying what he said. Now, when he gets to Josh Allen, That's, maybe tone it down a little bit. But he, this is there's there, you're three seconds removed from this happening. Yeah, I don't. I I agree. I think putting these cameras on the professional athletes thirty seconds after they've just competed their balls off on the field is setting yourself up for disaster. Yeah, because if you and me are just in a full on fist to fist fight. And then somebody puts a mic to my face. I'm going to tell them that I fucking hate you. I don't want anything to do with you. And then 30 seconds later, I'm going to be like, oh, man, me and Brady got in a fight. Yeah, exactly. But it's also also, like Patrick Mahomes knows everything about the playoffs in and out. He's won two Super Bowls. He knows how important that home field advantage is. So that game in December is so huge, too. That's what not enough people are talking about. I don't think he's like... But hurt just because they lost the game. I mean, the guy's won, what, 40 games already? I think he'll get over it. But I think he's thinking of the implications. One, with the drops in the game, he's probably super frustrated. Two, the refs, this is the fourth or fifth time this year. And then three, like I just said, the home field advantage for playoffs. So that's where I can see how he's a little bit angry at the end of the game. Could yeah. he have handled it better? Yes, and he even said that. 100%. In the moment, I would have been way worse. It's going to be interesting <laughs> to see them on the road. They've never played a road playoff game under Mahomes, right? No, and that home. arrowhead effect is real. Oh, that place is huge. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that's another bucket list stadium, too. Yeah, one of my really good friends who I've talked about on the cast before, went there this year as their, their road game, and he said it was unreal. The yeah. tailgating alone is unreal. Food's probably oh, barbecue. Oh, barbecue everywhere. Yeah, you got to find those like mid mid to lower cities. Like Kansas City is not like a Chicago or a Boston. It's like they have a city life, but it's kind of like the Chiefs are kind of all they have. You know, <laughs> the Royals stink. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing watching the Chiefs? What are you doing going to the game? No other option. <laughs> Grabbing um, barbecue. Another game from this week that is like Baltimore against the Rams was so so cool. Baltimore is for real. Yeah, that's all I have to say about that game. It's I, cool. They're coming it's out of the game. AMC. I don't think, uh, I don't know why Lamar's getting, is Lamar, should he be considered MVP even no. above I, I, any? I think like, he should be in the talks. I think it's Prescott, but I think Lamar, Lamar should be in it for sure. I think the Ravens defense is so good. And the second that stops going well is the second the Ravens stop going well. Yeah, I I, I is think Mark it's, Andrews back. Sorry to cut you off. No, he's, he's done for the year. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a humongous problem for their offense. Humongous. Yeah. The other Zay game Flowers I want to talk about. Stud. Zay Flowers um, is dope. Which is a huge problem for the NFL because they're gonna have to find two teams. 
I personally am probably going to go to Minneapolis and then Las Vegas in the near future here and just beg both teams to stop playing football. <laughs> three? The Vikings benched Josh Dobbs, right? Yeah. yeah it's over. In, in a game where they won 3-0. to zero. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe it's just not the quarterback's like, fault. Like Aiden O'Connell <laughs> was Aiden O'Connell versus Nick Mullins in that second half. The players went into the locker room after and like, we're getting paid millions of dollars, and this is the product we put out. And not one of them came out and said sorry. That's my problem with <laughs> yeah. it. Remember, That's my problem with it. Remember a couple weeks ago when Antonio Pierce took over, like he's firing him up. They're like, maybe this guy's got a chance. They're like, nah, this guy's going to be out after the year. That experiment's over. He's doing Yeah, it. he just had, like, Jeff Saturday, if they don't blow that game against the Vikings, they're talking about Jeff Saturday like they are yeah. with Pierce. But Pierce is luckier than Saturday was until now. Pierce, see you later. Kevin O'Connell, see you later. Josh Dobbs, see you later. Derek Carr, even though he's not on the Vegas Raiders anymore, see you later. <laughs> Josh Jacobs, see ya. Max Crosby, come on over to the Bears. Devontae I think Adams, Josh Jacobs on the Bears, too. Josh Jacobs, come you over bring to the him Bears. Him too. Uh, Robert Splain, come over to the Bears. Everybody else on any of those teams, goodbye. See you later. <laughs> I actually was genuinely angry that this game was on television. Three to nothing. It's impossible. It's gross. It it was impressive almost. Like, I was watching Red Zone, and I'm just like, what is going on here? The announcers were so good. They're like, you would think that this is statistically impossible for this happening. Relegated. They both should be relegated. Goodbye. No, relegation relegation teams have a chance to come back. They have to go go forever. Okay, a chance to come back. Justin Herbert needs to be relegated. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I hate the whole, like... Justin Herbert is in the same talks as Mahomes, Josh Allen. It never sat right with me. Yeah. And I don't know, like, he's good. I mean, he's made plays before, but he hasn't done anything. Yeah, he's probably the most excuses for a quarterback in the NFL. Right, switch him and Justin Fields. The blame is completely different. And the Chargers are undefeated. Yeah, thank Um, you. <laughs> I mean, we talked about we talked about Dallas. Uh, I, I'm not really worried about Philly. I don't know if you guys are. Um, I'm a little I worried. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would. I would. AJ Brown. That was a little unlike him the other night. He was looked rattled, pouting yeah. the whole night. It's not really unlike him. I mean, he's, he's kind of psychotic. Like he's kind of DeAndre Hopkins esque in the like. He's just been so I don't fear good. you, I fear God, homie. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of stuff. That he's been so good, That's though. the coolest sight. He's yeah. been so good, and it is rare to see him take an L like that. It was yeah. like the honeymoon phase is over with them, and Jalen Hurts is not Justin Fields. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. That is <laughs> that, a fact. That is a fact. Any way you look at it, they're not the same person. <laughs> Four days ago, if you asked someone on the street, would you rather have Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields? A lot of people would say Jalen Hurts, not me. Yeah, no, never. You're like the ninth, or you're like the tenth dentist who doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, week fifteen. We don't have to go through all the games. We can start on Thursday night because we're all going to be watching it. Unfortunately, the LA Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas <laughs> minus three. Over under is thirty four. I don't um, want to freak you guys out. This is over. this is one of probably. 40 to 50 games this year I look at, and, I, and as a person who loves, and I mean loves to gamble, I don't I don't know, and I don't care. Al Michaels called the miracle on ice, and now he has to call I this. I was just going to bring up poor Al Michaels. <laughs> yeah. That was my exact next thought. What did he do to Especially after this? last week's, after last week's Patriots-Steelers. 
Patriots Steelers last week and now this? Thanks, NFL. You finally put it into perspective for me to understand. He called the miracle on ice. <laughs> now he's calling Chargers Raiders 2-5-8. On streaming, not even on private. <laughs> like, on streaming. That's soft. Dude, give me Raiders. Yeah. I mean, all over it. I'm going to take the Raiders for the fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. you usually, you shouldn't gamble at all. Um, I would <laughs> for the listeners, but, and you shouldn't gamble on something that you're just like, I just want to gamble on it. But this is a game where it's like, you won't get, you won't get penalized. For yeah. That. Um, this is fake money. <laughs> Minnesota against Cincy. That's actually a big, there's actually a lot of big game shit. Minnesota at Cincy. I mean, I like Cincy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're on the right path. I think they're going to be headed for a quarterback controversy too. Shut up. <laughs> no, Joe Burrow owns that town. Yeah, not, he not. pays. He never pays for Skyline. No, he? never. Yeah, nobody. Ever Joe Burrow trash. also did a good guy, Joe, and uh, gave Browning uh, and his, his box, family yeah. his suite. Yeah, I know. That's I, a that's a great. That's I just a like crown to, jewel move. I just right like there. to stir the pot. Yeah. Um, Indy uh, Pittsburgh's going into Indy. I think this is just a puke, puke, puke game, and it's you start to game. see that one of these teams is going to make the playoffs, and you're going to be super upset that you have to watch it. And it's going to be Mike Tomlin. Yeah, <laughs> with and then Mitch. they're going to fire yeah. him. With, with Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Oh. He's so bad, dude. He is <laughs> so, so bad, bad at all of the things that you need to be good at to be a comprehensible quarterback. He lacks all of them. That was fantastically articulated. Thank you. I was watching the game on Thursday night, and the the camera went to Mason Rudolph, as in, like, they were going to put Mason Rudolph in over Mitch Trubisky. And I was like, this is the lowest point of his career. <laughs> and there's been lows. There's been some bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, another huge game, playoff implications, Broncos at Lions. It's actually a really good game. Yeah. Give me the Broncos all day. Yeah. Lions are favored five and a half. I like. The Bron- are you taking the points or the? I'm going Broncos in the points. Ah, fuck that money, money line. line. Plus one ninety. <laughs> Danger Russ is cooking. Yeah. The biggest game of the week, most playoff implications: Chicago Bears at Cleveland. Love the Cleveland matchup. minus three. Uh, over under thirty seven and a half. I'm not looking at the over under. I, 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 you guys got me back. I'm taking the Bears money line. What's Bears. what's the 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 Cleveland's D has been. They've been very wounded, good, but they're hurt. Yeah, they're hurt. hurt. Are they, but are they? I heard they're on the mend this week. I don't know. Is I mean, that you never know? Well, Cleveland runs the ball a lot. Yeah, right. And the Bears are really good against the run. You, you know, you gotta watch out for Miles Garrett. Yeah, but you have the best right tackle in the game on him. Yeah, right. I mean, let's see what happens. And they're really bad against defending tight ends, and you got Cole Komet and, and Robert Tunyon. So you know, matchup wise, I think the Bears match up really well with them. You know, we'll see what happens. And coming off this, like, they Bears are, are on cloud nine right now. Yeah. I think it's a win. And Justin redemption game after Cleveland. Oh, yeah, that first Dude. game was awful. Uh, Tampa Brisker Bay might at, put uh, your boy Amari Cooper into the ground. I doubt he'll play. He gets hurt every game. <laughs> he runs yeah. out of bounds. Um, <laughs> yes, and that. Tampa Bay at Green Bay. I think this is just like the Pittsburgh and Colts game where it's like one of these two teams is going to make the playoffs. And, Pat, I know you want to see Tampa Bay make the playoffs, but for me, when I'm sitting down and it's Christmas time or or after Christmas, sorry, and this is the last football left, this is all we have, and I have to waste three hours of my time watching the Green Bay Packers play, I'm going to be a little upset about it. Or the Bucs. I want to see the Bucs play, so we're going to take Bucs money line. Good thing we talked through that. Yeah, thank uh, God. Houston at Tennessee. Houston loses last week. That's a and loses CJ Stroud for the year. No, no, he's in he, protocol. Yeah, he just he's 
this questionable is a game, right now. This is a game where CJ Stroud doesn't play and the Texans still win. Yeah. Um, great coach. Jets at Miami. You got Miami has to come out and look <laughs> great. I don't know if they will, but they have to come out and look great against the Jets. I'm just laughing at right the take going, the Jets are gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> but uh any other comments on that game? Nope. I think it's a, I think it's even crazy to talk about, but to get credibility, it's a must win for Miami. Yeah. You can't lose it. You can't lose <laughs> it's it to the nine, Jets. It's a tough it's spot to be. Nine point favorites at yeah. home. I will be taking the Dolphins minus the nine. Is Tony, is Tony sure. Romo calling the game? Now we have a, a, a very, very scary line here. Yeah. Giants at New Orleans. New Orleans minus six. Oh. I mean, the public is going to be on the Giants so hard. And That's why we go Saints. Yeah, we, we're we going Saints. To. That's you why we go, go Saints. You have to go Saints. That's why we go Saints in the over. And we take the Saints, and we're happy if we lose. Yep. Tommy Cutlet just beat the Packers, though, on, na- on national television. I feel like you have to ride with them still. Yeah, but you can't. Uh, this James, line, James, this James, line is James. just screaming you can't. James, I, I know the Giants, and I know when they're the money line favorites. Yeah. They're not it this week. Um, Carolina, Atlanta, skip it. Kansas City, New England, <laughs> skip it. Washington Rams, skip it. San Fran, Arizona, watch because they're our opponent the week after. We're going to study the tape of Arizona, but that's about it. Plus Dallas, Buffalo, awesome game. I I don't know why Buffalo's minus two and a half. It doesn't make sense. I'll have to look further into that. Yeah, and, that one. Actually, let's actually talk about that because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you guys are going to have to talk about it because I'm going to beat my pants. Oh, okay. All right. No, no, you can keep going. We can we'll right. finish it up. We'll finish it up. Baltimore <laughs> against the Jagoffs. Baltimore minus three and a half. Um, I'll, have to, I'll have to talk to Adam Schefter about the progression of Trevor Lawrence's knee and ankle. This has Ravens written all over it. I totally, I totally disagree. You're I, jagging I, off I, still? I've taken a couple weeks off of jagging off. So now I think this week is the week to come back. You do get mind clarity when you stop jagging off, and then I, you try to get back to jagging off. And then it's like, wow, why did I stop? It's good for the system. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little mental break. ETN, Lawrence, Ridley. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Philly against the Monday Seahawks. night. And Philly's going to kill them. That's my, that's my oh, lock of the week. Oh, we're on the way. Come on. I have two plays it's, this week, it's, and it's the Saints, and it's the Eagles. I love you all. Go Bulls. <laughs> bear down. I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> and the NFL on Saturday. Oh, yeah, God bless. <laughs> um, I do think the Eagles are going to win uh, big on Monday night. So, um, Gio, thank you for coming back out. We really appreciate it. It's always a pleasure having no you. No problem. We'll be back Let on. me know when to come back. Oh, come on, all the time. After Lambo, we'll have you back on to recap. <laughs> you got it. All right, Brady already said it. Make sure you stay hydrated. Have some water. Got to take my own advice sometimes. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Mm, feels so good. This has been Season 12, Episode 4 of the Washed Up Podcast. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next time. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing the longer they said the light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. Sit break goose with great juice. I make moves and I'm making music. And hang loose, homie. Fall back like I don't. Okay, I gotta go.
alright Now la di da di do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curb the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb Oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down